With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Write it down, you like writing things down. Write it down, you like writing things down. Write that down. I I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that then. All right, Phil's out, but we are still going to do write that down. Zolgad, Matthew Collar, Declan, Manny Hill, come on, join the conversation. What's up? All right, before before we get to this though, yo, Manny needs some more snare in his headphones. (laughs) We got that. Turn the headphones up. No, yeah, there he is. All right, all right. Before before we get to write that down, Matthew Collar, please relate to Manny Hill the latest report that you have about the Timberwolves and Carl Anthony Towns. You've got to hear this. Oh boy! I mean, you might not be able to continue on this show, but you got. I am sitting down. Just let me tell. Like, how's your day going so far? Is it going like okay? All right, Friday. So it's about to be ruined. Yeah. All right. So from (laughs) Brian Windhorst, VSPN, on Carl Anthony Towns and a potential extension. There is nothing happening right now. The fact that it isn't getting done yet is sort of eyebrow-raising to me. I believe he's going to sign it. There's never been a player who hasn't signed it. The question will be, what type of deal is it? So Carl Anthony Towns has the three-year or the five-year, but BasketballTalk.com of NBC Sports adds that he could sign a one-year qualifying offer for $10 million, which no one has ever done before. Which means it's happening. That means that's going to happen. That's probably going to happen. Anytime you hear it's never happened before, it's going to happen. I mean, this is... (laughs) Think about this. This is so Timberwolves. It is. And and I'm just trying to... I mean, okay, you've got a soon-to-be 23-year-old, unbelievably talented seven-footer who can shoot threes and run the floor and... Do all he can do whatever he wants offensively. He's that talented and that good. Defensively, there's some things that you know he needs to work on. We all know that, but he's he's overall he's fantastic. What is going on? What is what is <laughs> this? Right. I refer you to the dictionary and the word dysfunction. It's just it's dysfunction. It, it's what they are. They can't get out of their own way. This is a no-brainer I, no. to sign him to. Okay, and, but, and and here's the thing. Yeah. He and and I remember I, I had Johnny K on, on Raised by Wolves a couple of weeks ago, and we talked. And I asked him. I said, "This isn't even about the money, is it? Like the delay for this. This is about they need to talk about things, work out. You know, his role in the offense, whatever it may be." And Johnny K is like, "Yeah, that's basically what it is." And the fact that the fact that we're at this point, and the fact that we're still. Because Cat, we've heard Cat say, "What, you know? I need to talk about some things. We need to, mm-hmm. okay? Why have you not talked about any of these things? 
clearly you haven't because otherwise the deal would be done. You know, I would right? like to I would like to point to a current Minnesota Viking athlete as an example of where this could potentially go. Yeah. His name is Kirk Cousins because in Kirk Kirk's case yeah. in Washington, they offered him long-term contract extensions that were pretty darn good money. He would have been able to afford a home and food, right? He would have mm-hmm. been he would have been just just fine. Yeah. And he said no to deals that would have been in the hundred million dollar range from Washington. And people thought he was crazy. I remember like ESPN do it like NFL Live yelling at each other, like, what is what is Kirk Cousins doing? What is I sort of almost went into tip there. Like what what is what is Kirk doing? Kirk. He's crazy. Kirk, sign the deal. It's a hundred million dollars. And he ends up with eighty four million here. Now I know the NBA structure is not the same, mm-hmm. but what we saw was an example of an athlete basically taking his future into his own hands and yeah. saying, you know what? I'm just going to play this out and go make my own decision. If Carl really does not want to be here, he does have that option of signing yeah. the one-year qualifying thing and then going somewhere All else. Right. So, the yeah. wol- so the Wolves are like a football team. They tell you nothing, right? Tibbs mm-hmm. doesn't tell you what day of the week it is. Layton won't tell you if it's sunny or cloudy outside. So when teams do that, here's my philosophy. We're going with with what we know and what we think. And until they clarify this, I think that what you have to do is trade Jimmy Butler. Because Carl doesn't want to play with him. Until somebody tells me that's absolutely not the case. But you know. Putting the tea leaves together. But no. you know with this head coach but and I, President of Basketball but I told Collar, that's not going to happen. I told Collar, what you do is you get a meeting with Carl and his agent and Glenn and Tibbs, and you t- and you ask them flat out, what does Carl want? Clearly, this is not, as you said, this is not about the money. What do you want? And I think Carl's going to tell you, I, I don't want to play with Jimmy. I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like how he treats me. I don't like how he treats people. And you t- you allow Carl and the agent to leave the room, say thank you very much, and you turn to Tibbs and say, well, you got some choices here. You got three choices. But this is trade him, resign, you're fired. That's but, it. But the issue and is the conversation. The issue is is something that you've talked about a lot, something I've talked about a lot. Collar, something that you've talked about a lot. Something that everybody has talked about in regards to this team is this is kind of the issue you have when you give the head coach all the power. Yep. Right. Complete but, roster control because but you got to take it back now. If you're the owner, you can't allow yeah. college right about. I mean, you can't. Carl Anthony Towns cannot be unhappy. But who is going to? My thing is, and this was my biggest question when Tibbs, the first day Tibbs was hired, was if something happens or if you get a situation that's kind of like what we have right now, who is going to go to Tibbs and say, hey, man, what? Come on. WTF. Well, nobody. Well, the owner should. The owner should. But he's not, but, not going to. But Glenn, not but yet. we know in the history with Glenn Taylor that Glenn Taylor's been very lenient and he's been very, he's been, I mean, he stuck with Kevin McHale. He let Kevin McHale run the operation for years longer than he should have. Years longer than he should have. Mm-hmm. And finally, Finally made a change when, you know, and then he ended up getting David Kahn and all that and everything. But that's, I don't know if Glenn is a guy that will step in after two years. It's only been two years with Tibbs. That's the amazing thing about all this. It's only been, we're only two seasons into this. I don't know if Glenn this quickly with that much left on Tibbs' contract is just going to step in and say, what are we doing here? What's going on? 
This, I don't. I don't. I just don't see how that happens. It feels very much like Glenn Taylor, and that's troubling. That that he's painted himself into a corner. That that all of your options are now bad, basically. And that your your option to trade Jimmy Butler that is bad, especially if everyone out there knows you have to trade Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. then they are not giving you anything. Considering what you gave up for him as well, yep. this quickly. Yep, we're a year into the, the Jimmy Butler being a Timberwolf. You remember? Uh, was it Godfather 2? I cannot be made to look ridiculous. Like, that will make you look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. If you trade for a guy yep. and have to trade him away because your franchise, former number one overall pick, can't get along with him. But that might be the case. That Like, you might right, have to swallow right. your pride and look ridiculous. That's what I mean, is that all yeah. the options are bad. Oh, sure. If you keep Jimmy and Carl does this one-year qualifying offer. And leaves. Then, then you nope. look super ridiculous just, and you ruin the future of your franchise. Just to be clear, if Carl signs the one-year, if he becomes the first player in the history of this system to do this, does he become unrestricted after 2018-19? Or is he restricted again? He's he's going into year four, so he's still this this coming season. He's still on his rookie contract, and then year five, nineteen twenty oh, would be right. when so he signs the qualifying offer, and then and then after nineteen twenty, that's when he can walk. Yeah. So this says the only way he could leave Minnesota quicker than three years is accepting the one year qualifying okay, offer. So I, I got the sense that if he signs that, then it's just a one year deal, and then he can leave after that. So mm-hmm. since he has that option, it's possible that he would do that if he's really truly not happy. So then you're as the owner, your options are to. Fire Tibbs and trade Jimmy Butler, so you end up paying Tibbs a gazillion dollars not to coach here. Uh, it's trade Carl, which would be also really bad since he's mm-hmm. one of the best offensive players in the game. Play this season out and try to go all in with Luol Deng and uh, yeah, that's gonna and, work. and try yeah. to win, and then let Carl walk and Jimmy walk. And completely blow up your franchise again. This is like. And at this point, the only thing you get out of the building, clear the building. Is you got Andrew Wiggins for four more years, and then you got Jeff Teague for another year, and that's it. So, so what they need? That's how. That's how. Okay, Jeff. That's enough. That's that's too much. Um, (laughs) That's just like inside. We just went inside your head all the time. Actually, when a kicker lines up for the Vikings, that's what Daniel Carlson lines up for an extra point. That's all you hear in my head. That's he's not wrong. The only way that this thing can get worked out is Carl Anthony Towns, Tibbs, Jimmy Butler. Sit down. Sit down and talk and and work. Kumbaya. What I what I have been saying for. Five months. It's now. not. It's not going to happen. Like it, it makes perfect because, sense. It's not going to happen because. Well, that's the thing is the reason why cat. It's it's clear they haven't done that yet, right? Because well, if they had done it, let and me, let me it, tell it, you, it, it, they, they came to agreement. Cat yeah. would have signed his damn deal. I think Collar would agree, and we both covered teams for quite a while. This might happen at some point. What, what you're talking about, but Matthew, I think if it does. It's just a short-term fix. How many times have we seen egos oh, like this? All, sure, yeah. Hey, and they all come out and they're like, "Yeah, Jimmy and I cleared the air, and it's great." And three months in, there's f bombs flying. I mean, that's I can't tell you how many. I don't know how many times I've ever seen it really work long term before somebody gets ticked off again. Yeah, it's it's like the training camp thing where everybody's fixed in training camp, yeah. and then when they actually start playing, it you go, "Oh yeah." That's and Manny's right. right. It's common sense what you're saying, but. 
I don't think this is going to work. And I think Jimmy, I think Jimmy can't help himself. I think Jimmy and Tibbs both can't help themselves. They're so disgusted by the modern athlete. Yep. But the modern athlete's what you got. Well, and 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 very much you know. so because that's why I could see Carl doing this and taking this one year option because I think that the more modern athletes, the younger athletes. I mean, Carl is thinking, well, ten million dollars is still a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, what is my happiness important? I mean, where do I want to be? I think that younger athletes are growing up thinking about that of like, well, how how do I want it to be? And don't forget, in this league too. In this league right now, how many people around his buddies around this league are in his ear saying, "Well, everybody would want him, I'm sure." Yeah, but I mean, if you if you if you're a he's very close Booker with, his, Fe- with his Kentucky teammates, and if I you're know in him Phoenix, and Devin Booker are yeah. really really close. If you're in Phoenix, you're going to paint a very compelling case. Hey, wait this out and come out here, and we could go golfing in January. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm your buddy. I'm never going to get down on on you. And meanwhile, you know, you got. Tibbs and Jimmy yelling at him. I mean, it, it's it's just every sign points to right now, if this maintains the status quo, Cat becoming the first guy to do this. Something I can't help but think about. Can you imagine if they had lost the game against Denver last year? Oh, my gosh. And fired Tibbs there. Like, would we ultimately be looking at a Timberwolves team that was better long-term because they lost that game and didn't make the playoffs? It's possible. It's very possible. It's possible that we end up looking at it. Well, I know Doogie came on and said that if they they would have lost that game in, against Denver, that something, something potentially would've drastic changed. would have happened. Something Somebody would have been fired, he said, but he doesn't know that it would have necessarily been Tibbs, so I, I don't know who they else they would have gotten rid of. I mean, Layden is Tibbs' guy, but he's not in charge. Right. Kyle's I mean, right. Tyler's not wrong here. I mean, no, no he's, he's lost a, that game. This Matthew's one hundred percent right. Ultimately, might be as in, usual in better shape. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's I, it's. I, all I got to say is the same thing I've been saying for months. Carl Anthony Towns is the most important piece of this franchise, and if they screw things up with him, then. Right, I, I just I just love that that story came out and we were able to work up Manny right from the very beginning. Well, he was having a you good. Guys I don't just, blame you him. guys just hate it's me. Like me the, out there. It's like me in the wild. I don't blame you. I came in it's had incredible. a good breakfast. This is this is a, this is self destruct full of energy. This it's is self destructive. That's all this is. It's self destruction and it's maddening to and watch. It doesn't need stupid. to be like this. No. That's the worst part. It does not need to be like this. Grown men just need to sit down and talk and work things out. All right, let's uh, take a break. I promise we'll come back with uh, write that down next. Don't go anywhere. Assume the position. More Mackie and Judd coming up next on 1500 ESPN. Write that down. Write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Mackie and Judd uh, setting the table right now. Zolgad, Matthew Collar, Manny Hill, and uh, Declan producing today. All right. As promised, we're going to get to write that down right this second. For real this time? For real this time. So let's start with collar. It'll go collar, then I'll give you one, and Declan will go third. So we've got three. We will go one at a time. Matthew Collar, lead us off. All right. By week nine, Steve Sarkeesian will no longer be the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons. Write that down. Write that down. I I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that, Dan. It's already a disaster. Oh, the red zone play calling last night was just a complete joke. If that continues at all, he's gone. All right, my write that down. I'm going very positive Minnesota sports. The Gopher women's basketball team will make the NCAA tournament this season Ooh. under Lindsey Whalen. Ooh. 
So I think she will have now. Now it won't be a complete shocker because the team went last year as well. But I think she's going to have an immediate impact and be immediately successful and make the NCAA basketball tournament. Write that down. Declan? Yeah, we'll stick with the Vikings. Laquan Shredwell will have 30 grabs this year, which is not really like a a steep number, right? It's a single. single. I was a singles hitter when if I ever made contact with the baseball when I played. So Laquan Shredwell, this is my safest one, 30 catches, which might not even be a buying enough time to keep him on the roster for next year. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Laquan. Matthew? The Minnesota Vikings this Sunday will produce more than 30 points of offense in Kirk Cousins' debut. Write it down. Write it down. You like writing things down. What gives you that feeling? Offensive explosion, everyone. Uh, Week one? Ruben Foster's not playing, and I think that's going to be really tough for San Francisco because even though they have one really good player, I think that DeForest Buckner is their only top-notch defensive player. We'll see on Solomon Thomas. He wasn't really that good last year, but they're moving him inside. Uh, But... Uh, even though the Vikings offensive line has wow. some questions, I think that San Francisco's defense is not that good. The Vikings love to play at home and they will. And also, I mean, it's a, it's a huge advantage to play that game at home when there's no preparation before it. Basically, you know, you get your, you get your one week, but practices are different than they used to be. Like we talked about the preseason, the starters basically don't play. So I think the Vikings will be better prepared than the San Francisco's and they will put up 30 points. All right, here's my second one. I've been saying this for a month now, so I'm actually going to put it into the write-that-down entries. The Gopher football team is going to lose on Saturday to Fresno State. I think they're two-and-a-half-point favorites, which basically means that it's even. But I've been saying this is the one game. This is the the non-conference game they are going to lose. Fresno State's a good team. They're well-coached. They've got a QB back who's good. Fresno State will win that game. What is their nickname? Fresno State what? The, the Bulldogs? Bulldogs, yes. Yeah. I was hoping for something. Jeff good. Tedford coaches them. He he was Rogers College coach at Cal. Right. And then he was also briefly the offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers and had like a heart condition, supposedly, and left that job. Was he the one with Rogers where they said, oh, if you come from that system, Tedford, it'll Ted- never work. You can't correct. play in the NFL. That's and, correct. When, and when Cal fired him, I remember Aaron Rodgers was not happy to hear about that. Like he voiced, voiced some very uh, stern opinions about his alma mater after they fired his college coach. I covered that draft from, from Green Bay, though. And, Kyler, you're right. That, that was the whole um, – there were big concerns about the Tedford mechanics. And supposedly that that's what they spent like two years coaching out of Aaron. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So Fresno State comes here and wins on Saturday. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Declan. All right. With the Twins this winter, they trade Max Kepler. I think they're done with Max Kepler. I know he's having a little bit of a down year average-wise. Well, he's always had a poor average. And they flirted with trading him a little bit last year when there were some discussions with Chris Archer. or He was rumored into the mix. Yep. I think the front office moves on from Max Kepler, and uh, he's no longer a Minnesota twin when they break for opening day next season. I wouldn't be shocked. Because they, they Jake, got prospects. Jake Cave, so. you're starting right fielder next Possibly. year. Possibly. <laughs> well, who's the kid who's real good in the minor leagues who is a right fielder? Uh, first Kirloff? Uh, Rucker? Rucker. Rucker. Okay. Rucker. Rucker, Rucker, yeah. Okay. And he's like 22 or 23. Yeah, he was older. So, I was going to yep. say, because Kirloff's still be a couple shocked. years away from coming up, isn't he? In, yes, he is. Write it down. You like writing things down. Man. Okay, uh, the Minnesota Wilds. So I'm going all big on this nice. one. Nice. I'm going all big today. Home run? 
the minute Grand slam? Eh, no, not, not no, 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 not home run, but maybe like a double. All right. The Minnesota Wild, all of a sudden, one day here soon, as we get close to the beginning of the season, we will wake up and find out that the Minnesota Wild have made a trade of a significant player. Really? I think that Fenton waited everybody out. All the GMs saw blood in the water. Oh, he wants to make trades because he's got pressure of a new GM. And Fenton went, aha, I've seen this game played on our end before, and we've won it in Nashville, so I'm not falling for that. I'm going to wait you all out till the dust settles, and then right at the beginning of the season, beginning of training camp, preseason, that's when I'm finally going to strike. So I think that the Minnesota really? Wild do, make a do you significant have a na- move. Do you have a name or names? Home run if you hit on a name. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have... I don't know if I can go for the home run here. I just I think that there will be a significant player moved by the Minnesota Wild very early. Interesting. So in just, the process, just so I'm sure. So a significant player the Wild part with before day one, like of the regular yeah, season. Yeah, that they that they okay. like that a they core tra- player. That they trade away like, gotcha. a Z- like a Zucker, right? Yeah, like a Zucker or, or Granlund or Spurgeon or one of those types of players. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Sort of like it. I don't know which, which mm-hmm. one it's going to be, but I. I think that the conversations are still ongoing. All right, my uh, final write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down. In light of what we have seen from the Philadelphia Eagles in their past two games, and in light of the fact that their former quarterbacks coach is now the offensive coordinator for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins will have at least one reception for the Vikings this season. (laughs) Kirk Cousins is going to catch a pass. I don't know if it's going to be for a touchdown. I don't know when it's going to be. Can it be batted in the air? Um. Now you know what he'll have a pass. In fact, that's a good point. The technicality. Because Sam Bradford caught one. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I will amend this to be more specific. Kirk Cousins will have a pass thrown to him for the Vikings this season. I no, I don't think so. It's write that down. How, how great would it be if it's a touchdown pass from Laquan Treadwell? <laughs> To Kirk Cousins, Treadwell Laquan, does have an Treadwell, arm. Laquan Treadwell throws a touchdown. He finds pass his real calling Manny. before he catches one. He finds his calling. I have seen <laughs> Laquan Treadwell messing around after practice. Literally, just flick of the wrist, the ball goes fifty yards in the air. Really? Wow. I mean, I'm not saying he could be a quarterback or anything. Sidney Rice had that. Some, yeah. Some of these guys mm-hmm. are just freakish. My first do. first ever Vikings game was Vikings versus Raiders. Dante's first game, I think, back again, or first game against the Vikings since being moved on. And the first play of the game was Sidney Rice airing out like a 50 yard dart to Vasante Shanko. It was the first yep. Vikings play I ever saw in in, or first, in, in, in live in, in person. Write that down. All right, Declan, your final right. one for Friday. Last one. I'm also with the Wild here. After a troublesome year battling injuries, Nino Niederreiter rebounds for a 30-goal season. He could be traded. 30-goal season. <laughs> I think I think just found the guy he's yep, going to trade. Got him. The yep. Paul Fenton's going to trade before the season starts. And if, he still, if he scores 30 goals on another team, I'm still right. I also think that's that might be a home run. I mean, has he ever scored 30? No, he's, he's had three seasons of 20. Last year was 18. I, that's a home run. I mean, if he tops his... Career high by that much. I think I, it's like twenty three or twenty four. If he's probably. healthy, he could do it. Right, he could. Yeah, I, I look at. I don't him, love him, but I like. Him. I, I look at him as like a twenty goal player. But right. yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a it's a fine prediction to make. I know people have been, I like him. have really wanted to play more minutes because he really hasn't played significant minutes. Well, he couldn't in, in last year because he's hurt. Right, last season was was tough. But even even in his twenty goals. So goal now, years, are you are you saying that that this uh, this output of goals has to come 
with the Wild, or are you just saying he's going to score 30? Because if Collar is right, and they make a big trade, and he's traded, and, and then let's say he goes to the Kings and scores gives, 30. Right, someone gives a power play time. You would be... You, yeah, I'm just going 30-goal season, I guess. And I said that, 30-goal uh-huh. season. Whether it's with the you Wild, didn't specify if it was Chicago, or not. LA, LA, the Vegas, about, The don't thing care. about Nino that's going to keep him from a 30-goal season and probably has during his time with the Wild is just that he doesn't get first-unit power play. Yep. And you know, if you're not getting first unit power play, then you've got to score 25 even strength goals or something, which is really, really hard to do. I yeah. mean, if you look at his even strength point production, it's really good. Right. It's just when it comes to the power play, they don't put him out there. Declan, what's coming up next in uh, stuff we should know about? Well, we have a Kevin Garnett update. Mm-hmm. He uh, is planning to sue somebody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so for a lot we'll, of money. We'll dive into that and some other stuff, too. Mackie and Judd resume things following these messages. That's just about the most fantastic scheme I've had to date. On 1500 ESPN. Stop! 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 What Twin City sports fans are chanting for right now. Mackie and Judd continue with stuff you should know about. All right, Declan, what you got for uh, for Zolgad Collar and Manny Hill? Yeah, let's start with the big ticket, Kevin Garnett. So he's in the news right now. He is suing an accountant and his firm, alleging that they helped a wealth manager steal $77 million, $77 million from the former Wolf. The federal malpractice lawsuit alleges that a Kentucky-based accountant, Michael Wertheim, and Welkin CPAs enabled Charles Bank 4 of Atlanta a lot of words here, to defraud Garnett through businesses in which Garnett and Bank shared an interest. Uh, it was, according to the lawsuit, which was initially filed in Hennepin County District Court, has been moved on Wednesday to U.S. District Court in Minneapolis. That That is a, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. It's quite the potential setback for KG. That's, I mean, KG made a lot of money in his playing career. We all know that, but $77 million is still in itself is a lot of money. What's going on in this world now where KG got defrauded of that that much? Michael Kendricks is about to cop a plea and go, go to jail for 25 years. Why can't we just all go back? Why can't sports just go back to being about games, huh? Well, when there's so much money involved, it's not just small amounts anymore that uh, players are better informed than they ever were about this stuff. But also, there are more sharks in the water. I mean, there, yeah. were, there probably always were. I mean, that. Yeah. I'm sure that when you made a million dollars in 1978 or something, that there were still people like, whoa, a million dollars. But when it's 77, I mean, you're, you're just, when you make that much money, you are just asking for people to steal from you, yes. essentially. Yes. And athletes and rock stars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't Billy Joel was the famous one that lost yes. all his money? But I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of bands who, who, who were. Not mega successful, but successful, and they had nothing to show for it. And my understanding is it's very hard to win these and recoup the money that you lost. Right? So you get something back, maybe? Like, that person might go to jail, but you actually getting that money back, usually it disappears somewhere else. Yeah. All right, sticking with uh, the courtroom and athletes, former Cleveland Browns linebacker Michael Kendricks pleaded guilty. Here's my guy. To insider trading charges on Thursday. John wants him signed. I, I was wrong about this. Keep going. And faces up to 25 years in prison. U.S. District Court Judge 
Gene E.K. Praters asked Kendricks why he was pleading guilty. Kendricks is quoted saying, I'm making the decision because it's the right thing to do. I know that I made the decision to accept information, secret information, and it wasn't the right thing to do. Sentencing is scheduled for December 18th. Is he going to get a break because he's copying this? Right. I, I do think when you hear the salacious 25 years in prison is what he faces, yeah. that, I mean, very doubtful that that happens, right? I mean, my guess is that he does have to serve some time, yeah. like Martha Stewart level, yeah. where it's like... <laughs> playing uh, squash? Yeah, you know, just playing squash or- and planning, you know, whatever, some... Prison decor. Put, yeah, whatever. <laughs> just like A couple flowers, of years, you, you think, know, probably flowers. three, three I, four years yeah, ago, maybe. I, I think it would probably be enough to punish him but also not completely ruin his football career if he has to come back i mean what he did was pretty egregious but then on on another hand they might look at it as well he is kind of just a football player that he wasn't someone who was a financial mastermind right so he i can understand why he did it but maybe he didn't fully understand and we could give him a little bit of a break it's not on it. Bernie Madoff we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah exactly. Since, but here's my question. Since when do the wheels of justice turn this swiftly? Like, I thought this would take months or a year to get to this point. Ordinarily, the law works so slow. That, that's why my idea was the Vikings should sign him, have him <laughs> live him with Eric, have him live with, with Eric, have a work release program. until. A, but this is going to be done in months now. I mean, this is going to be done shortly. So I was very surprised to move this quick. That is, it's like, he he shouldn't have done it. But the punishment that he could potentially face, compared to things that other football players have done, I mean, wouldn't it be ridiculous if you look at some of the other football players who were not only let off, but able to come back, like Greg Hardy, return Mm -hmm. to the field. Yes. (laughs) And and yet here's this guy who, you know, yeah, he's trying to make uh, a lot of money out of a little money. And what he did was completely wrong, and we can't allow that to happen. But for him to lose his football career over that, as opposed to someone like Greg Hardy, is kind of crazy. So, I don't know if you guys heard, there was a... (laughs) Altercation in the Detroit Tigers broadcast booth. Heard about this last night. I love this story. This This is is, this is weird, man. Really, really weird. Mario Pemba, I believe. Am I saying right? Yeah. Him and Rod Allen, so the play-by-play and the color commentary, were absent from Wednesday's Tigers broadcast because of an alleged physical altercation the night before, according to the Athletic. A report. From local 4 TV in Detroit said that Allen choked Iampa from behind following a disagreement over a chair yeah, yeah. in the booth. Well, this was year, but this was years of evidently of of off the air animosity between these two. They hated each other's guts and they played nice on air and Allen finally snapped. Right. I wonder if that could happen anywhere else. Uh Manny, I know huh. that you have done some play by play, right? Yes. Um, High school mostly. Did Did you have someone that you worked with that drove you crazy? No. No? You were in good shape? No. I usually, I mean, most of the time I was doing games by myself. So I didn't really have. Which is the I best. Had a, I had a color commentator yeah. a few times when I was in Rosa. I had a color commentator for multiple sports. But most of the time I was doing it by myself. And I, I get along with people. I don't, you know. I don't, don't choke, choke, I don't, I don't don't choke, choke people over a chair. Give me back that chair. Okay, Man, Manny is less edgy than me when it comes to this stuff. I, I did... <laughs> Shocking collar choke somebody. Yeah, We're yeah. about to find I, out. I, well, I did my league play-by-play 
for four years. And for two of them, I was with a color guy who had sort of been around the team for a really, really long time. Sort of like a super fan type guy who they had a broadcast career. So it wasn't like he wasn't a professional, but, you know, it was sort of just the around the team type of guy for life. And we got along pretty well most of the time. But but when it's a long, hot summer and your team is bad and, it, and you are you are in the ninth inning, two outs, and they make a pitching change. You're like, I'm going to kill somebody. So I can see how this ramps up. Oh, yeah. And at one point before a game, so the whole summer and my entire time doing play-by-play, I refuse to read the umpire names. I, my, here's my <laughs> thought. Here's my thought. No one cares. Like, no person um, who is ever listening to a single-A baseball game yeah. would ever want to know the umpire's names. So it's just well the umpire ball I, probably, I certainly wouldn't. I would I refuse to do it. <laughs> so my partner who had been around for a very long time and uh-huh. done many many games it was like part of his routine that he would always read the umpires. So he was just like I I, I don't get it. I don't get why you won't read the umpires. It's like cuz no one cares. No one cares. I'm trying to tell people things they might sh- care about just a shred about this team and the umpire names are not one of them. Was it kind it of was, was was his reasoning kind of just like well that that's that's You're supposed to read, yeah. That's how yeah. it's always been. Yep. We've always done it this way. Yep, that's how it's done. And so I was like, <laughs> I, I don't care how it was done. In fact, if it were up to, I mean, I would even go as far as not even reading the other team like lineup because it's a waste of time. But then I realize how much time you have to waste on a broadcast. I was going to oh, yeah. say, you yeah. got to baseball. Yeah. Be- because, like, if you're listening to the All single right. A team, I mean, you're not like, oh, who's playing for the Jamestown Jammers? But uh, anyway, it resulted in one day a yelling match in the press box, we, me and him, screaming at each other about reading the umpire name. So I can totally understand how this would did happen. Did you choke him or baseball. did he attempt to choke it's, you? No one, nobody choked each other. He was like 70. I wasn't going to choke that him. That doesn't mean but like <laughs> Don Zimmer got thrown to the ground by Pedro Martinez. Yeah, that's true. I spent, I spent two seasons as a commentator at the St. Paul Saints out of college, and even Sean Aronson tagged me in this tweet yesterday, who's the play by who's been the play by play voice there for the last ten years, and yeah. he said, How many times did you want to do this to me? Which I'm shocked at because I'm surprised he didn't want to do it to me, who had raw experience even going into I've that. I've got job. an idea. I've got an idea. This this is going this is going to fix Fox Sports North, at least twins games. Oh boy. Dick tells Bert tonight. If you read from that media guide one more bleeping time, I'm coming over the chair at you. Oh, my goodness. I, and, and I can do it, Bert, because you're getting up there in years. You read one more. So, so-and-so is 2-2 two and two with a 2.37 ERA and 37 and two-thirds innings pitch with 56 hits and 32. Yeah, just like that. Hey, did uh, either Ends of you guys uh, play in the big leagues in a different era? <laughs> right. I I, I haven't, if you did, I haven't noticed. (laughs) Bramer has me blocked on Twitter, so I I wouldn't. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Who does? You and Bramer. You and Mackie. Yep. I deserve that one, though, probably. Like like with Man of Tim Brewster, like I'm kind of proud of it, to be honest. I'm definitely proud of being blocked by Uh, Tim Brewster. I I have a problem with a guy who has done play by play for so long and can't tell what a home run and a routine can of corn to left field is. And you tweeted this? Yes. Okay, I'm I'm not with you on this because. One night in Batavia, New York, a fly ball rose up into the deep sky of left center field. And I said, it's out of here. Gone. Home run. See ya. There is. Uh... And it was a ground rule double. That one. <laughs> it was a freaking ground rule double. I looked up. I had written it down in my scorebook. I was very happy oh with my, my call. And I looked out and that idiot was standing at second base. And I went, what? 
just happened. On-air on air production meeting, Declan, we have a soundbite in the system of Hawk Harrelson. A couple of years ago, the, the White Sox were in Oakland, and somebody from the A's hit a fly ball to right field, and Hawk calls it as fly ball in the right field, can of corn. And it's out of here. <laughs> we have that actually in the system. Yeah. So when we go to the break, you have to find it. We'll do. We'll do. A couple more uh, nuggets here and stuff. Whoa! Thank you, Judley. All right. Keeping with baseball, this might be the most uh, ridiculous name or just adds to the list of, of baseball absurd nicknames. In Alabama, Madison, Alabama to be exact, the Rocket City has named its new mascot. They are called the Trash Pandas. The Trash Pandas. Uh-huh. The other names. Raccoons. The other names here. Thunder Sharks. Uh. Moon Possums. <laughs> space <laughs> Space Chimps. I like Moon Possum. Oh and God. Comet and Comet Jockeys. I don't comet What's jockeys? a Comet Jockey? Never heard of that. Is that something to look up on like the internet? Yeah. A comet jockey? Yeah, is that is that uh there's is that a some... category on some site on some kind of website? I searched something the other day. Uh oh. Just a football term, and boy, it did not go my way. What, I mean, was, just, what was the what was the football term? Uh, Can you so, say it? Um, well, yeah, the, uh, John D. Filippo was talking about whether I didn't quite get it. We were saying like, are they top hatting a guy? And I was like, top. Oh, what does that mean? And I, I, just, I was just like, man. And then uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, I better look that up so I've got it right in the article if I'm going to quote it. Oh man, yeah, wow. Did you get a lot? No, I mean you just the a urban, lot of results. The, the Urban Dictionary right. came up and oh my god. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so you got to be careful. Also, if you ever search Jay Cutler, like be like be prepared. It's not the football player. There's another guy named Jay Cutler. Uh oh. Really? All right. <laughs> I have one. One last. I want to go to yeah. break so I can start do, doing all these yeah, searches. You, but go you ahead. can do it on the work Wi Fi. Like you're not going to get in trouble, but. Okay. It's not going to give you, like, you're right. not going to have a great day after. The, the one last nugget from stuff <laughs> is... Uh, I might have a great day. You don't know that. Remember remember twins invitee Annabelle Sanchez? He yeah. Is great, good, he's dominating really in Atlanta, Atlanta, and yeah. apparently even on his Yahoo Fantasy Baseball page, it's still him in a twins hat. It's not... They haven't even updated, <laughs> updated the headshot. He's been awesome. He's been 3.09 ERA and 20 starts. I mean, averaging nine strikeouts an inning. Mm-hmm. Whip just at almost one. And I remember when the Twins brought him in, I oh, was like, I, what are they doing? Correct. He's terrible. Why are they bringing him in? And then, of course, they let him they, go, and he's having a great year with, they, the, with the Braves. They signed him to a contract, and I was uh, with a wife in Chicago on vacation on like a Friday or a Thursday. And on Saturday, they, they made the trade with Tampa Bay. And I'm like, thank God. They don't have to keep Annabelle Sanchez. <laughs> and Oda Rizzi's basically been a disaster for most of the season, and uh, he's been great. All right, uh, we'll take a break. Come back while I'm searching terms that I probably shouldn't be. Don't go anywhere. More Mackie and Judd coming up next. Oh, that's just what they'll be expecting us to do. On 1500 ESPN. Canna in the right field. That's Canna Corn. Here. Into the bleachers for one by catch. Then it's two nothing. Okay, that's great. <laughs> you kind of played so it up. Yeah. Um, In the right well. field, it's a can of corn. It is hard. It is hard to call oh, yeah. home runs, and, sure and that was my point to Declan. Is it's not the easiest thing in the well, world. Everyone who does hundreds of home runs, right. will eventually box and, one. And I, I get that. There's going to be a learning curve. 
But the, I think the best advice Sean told me when I worked with the Saints is, you're on radio, so whatever you are saying, they're going to believe you. And you could even take your time after the play develops, then sell it, and and they're going to read what you're saying. And so, so that, that's the thing I was telling these guys in here that, um, you know, off the air, that there's two ways of doing it. Like, you can wait, and you'll see it on TV, too. You can wait till it's actually gone, or you could do it on the play. And that goes for everything and just how you process how you want to do it. And I don't think that people really notice that there are people who do it on the play and people who do it after the play. So you'll see, a, you'll, you might see a line drive down the line and as it hits the ground and, and then rolls into the corner, your play by play person will then say, you know, line drive down in the corner. I was always sort of crack of the bat. I wanted it to sound kind of urgent and right on the play, which leaves you open to messing it up. Mm-hmm. And John Sterling has had a few of these too. He's an on the play guy. So if he's doing it right as it's happening, he's telling it to you, then every once in a while you think one's going to be a dinger and it isn't. And it, you just, it, it, there's nothing you can do about it except for say, well, I thought that was going to be a home run and it wasn't. I will tell you too, when I, when I worked in Hastings, I worked at the uh, community access TV station down there. And one year the uh, Hastings baseball team actually got to play a game in the Metrodome. And <laughs> that was an interesting experience because Anytime the ball was hitting the air, I couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm trying to, f- oh, yeah. I'm trying to figure out where. Instead of looking where the infielders are for pop up infield pop up or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out where the ball is because I'm looking up into the roof. Did, did you broadcast from? I was in the press, the box. main press box, or, or the broadcast booths on the second uh, deck there, because they it, it had like I'm trying the to twins, remember which one. The I, the, I think in like this, I think I was in like the secondary. Okay. But I was I was in the because press the, box behind the plate. The, but. the problem the problem in in the true radio booths where you couldn't look up, it was blocked, so hmm. you couldn't even see the ball un- unless it went deep. But if it was an infield pop up, you couldn't watch the ball go up. So you watched the infielders while trying to deduct where <laughs> it was going to come down. It was not a good situation. Yeah, that was that was that was bad. Yeah, I call uh, I call games the dome too for St. Cloud State, and it, and it's even when they put the new roof up after the collapse, it was still pretty difficult to read a fly ball up there. You guys were talking about who you're blocked by on Twitter, <laughs> and we've got we've got some good ones. Uh, I'm blocked by Ben Roethlisberger, and I know really? why, I know why <laughs> that deserve, is, and you deserve and, that. And I am fine. not taking it back because it's true. So. Uh, and I also know that I saw on Twitter just his people went through and basically blocked anyone who's ever criticized him or discussed a certain uh, thing that he did off the field a few years back. Uh, so oh, okay. I'm good with that one. What about you, Judd? I'm blocked by at least two former Vikings. Peterson, which is no surprise. And, and I'm sure there I'm blocked by his people. There's no way that that's him. It's mm-hmm. It's got to be his camp. Uh, the other one that I found out a couple years ago, and I guess I wasn't shocked, although there was a time I was very high on this young man and thought he'd be very good, Cordero Patterson. Mm. At some point in time, Cordero's people or Cordero. Cordero now, that might have been Cordero. I'm not sure. He there. blocks mm. a lot of people I've seen. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have a great year, so he he <laughs> might want to unblock me because I'll praise him. If Belichick, if he comes through and he gets used right. <laughs> but yeah, that. That didn't shock me. Declan, you said two? Yeah. I'm blocked by Matthew Barry of ESPN Fantasy Football, which I have no idea why. I quit playing fantasy football three years ago. One of the best decisions I ever made. But <laughs> I, I think he figured that out, and he then blocked me. I, I have no idea what I did. Also, Dude, you're paranoid right there. Also, Wade Phillips. It's a, it's a random block, though. Yeah, it's That's a random a block. That's a paranoia, though. Well, you might just 
Found out he hates you. Yeah, maybe I. Hey, join the club. Maybe, like, you know, maybe, get in yeah, line. Maybe, maybe he looked at your tweets and was just like, "Yeah, no. get in line." That's a no for you, dog. Yeah, and, and Wade Phillips and is Wade a weird Phillips. One. I, that's that's, weird that's one. really weird. Wade is the best. He's got a great. I've Twitter. heard he's a, yeah. I've heard he's a really nice guy. That's what I, I was mean, just trying to figure out if like you rip, if you ripped him for benching Doug Flutie in '99 or something like that. <laughs> great, but, yeah, great defensive said mind. Matt I don't know. Schaub is overrated. Wasn't he the head coach of the Texans? Yeah, coordinator. I think defensive coordinator. Whatever. Matt Schaub. Who can keep it straight? And, of course, everybody knows I'm blocked by Brew. I'm one of the many people blocked by Tim Brewster in Minnesota. Nobody so. else? No basketballers? No. <laughs> Not that I can think of, maybe. Tibbs would block you if he had Twitter. He probably would. And I wouldn't blame him for that. But And that the, the crazy thing is I've defended Tibbs for a lot of things when people were losing their minds over stuff with him. But It, always, it always has disappointed me that I'm not blocked by Brew. You're not? Well, why don't you try? <laughs> But he's a tight ends coach at Florida State now, right, or something like that. It's like they what? didn't look great the other night. Or he's no, he he's uh, he's at A and M. He followed Jimbo. Oh, A and M. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What could I? Okay. What could I tweet during the course of today's show that would get yeah, me that's blocked? Right. Who by do you Bruno? want to block? What What could I? What could I tweet? <laughs> that's find that's find what we some really fact. Focus on here. Find some fact about. Just tweet his record. I can't. You know what? I'll tweet. I can't believe this Joker, this clown, still has a job. <laughs> yes, that's good. Hold on, that's I'm going to go to his account right now. That's I'm, perfect. I'm, I'm going to tweet. I, I think can't, it's just at Tim Brewster. I can't believe this Joker still, or this clown. Clown's bad. The, this clown still has. I a job. also want everyone to block me who tweets out like political memes when I follow them for sports stuff. Please stop. You <laughs> just please. Oh wait, just please. Oh, oh, it happened. Oh, Unbeknownst did, to oh, me, you're blocked. I'm blocked by Brew. Oh, you, so Woo. so you're already blocked. Yeah, I have no idea. I wasn't you know who I'm surprised by? You know who I'm surprised is not blocked by Tim Brewster? Roycey. Really? He's not. He was like the biggest Tim Brewster critic from like the moment Brew got here. You were blocked from following at Tim Brewster and viewing his tweets. Yeah. Does, uh, this made my weekend. Did, did PJ block anybody? Is, is he not a blocker? Some people don't block anybody. I don't know. I block people. I try not to. I mute people if they won't if they won't stop, but I don't like to block. The people. mute button was a major. The major mute's a great awesome thing. thing. Yes. The, the the block for me is usually it's just the like if you insult me for no reason, it's like right. okay, I've got nothing for you. Or if you are a fan of another team, yep. and you come in and say, "Ha! How dare you say that about the Falcons?" I'm just going to block you because, like, what are you doing here? Right. This is a this is Vikings, buddy. All right, boys, let's take a break. <laughs> Two hours to go. Don't go anywhere. More Mackie and Judd coming up next. Oakley-dokley. On 1500 ESPN.